Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Sunranto Show is listener-supported and brought to you by our Super Ranters. Find out more about how you can listen early and ad-free and become part of the Super Rancher family at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable loser. Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable losers. Sunranto. Welcome to the Sunranto Show, brought to you by our 108 Super Ranters who support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. This show is for you, and uh, I'm Danny Rocket. We are here with Michael Cotton, E.E. E. Cubbings, as they he, he's known in the biz. Howdy. And uh, Crawley, fresh uh, f- uh, from throwing a first pitch at the South Bend Cubs game. In South Bend, Indiana. I don't know how fresh, but I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> running on right, running on fumes. I, I, you know, sometimes I I usually have a water while I'm doing the show. Sometimes a beer. Tonight it's a coffee because it, that was quite that was quite the opening Cubs weekend. We did a lot of traveling. Bleacher Bum Band played a couple shows. We're going to talk all about it. Uh, we're going to have our friend. Eric Wheelow, I know some of you guys, you just love to hate him. I've been told that you just love to hate Eric Wheelow. He's going to come on and talk about the Brewers losing two of their first three games. Actually, now lost three of their first four games as they lost to the lowly Orioles today. I watched that this afternoon. That was fun. And um, and also, uh, I saw Levante from the Lost Boys this weekend. He's going to be by in just a little bit. They got a very prestigious award at Wrigley Field on Friday, and he's going to come tell us all about it. It's very cool. We have a jam-packed show. But let's start, I think. We should oh, – well, let's start by saying you can win a postcard of Frank Chance. Actually, this is Tinkers, Evers, and Chance on this Ooh. postcard. Uh, if you type – Hashtag chance into the comments, and I will send you a postcard from me to you, and you could win. Um, hashtag chance in the chat. Um, so we'll start there, and uh, but let's start with South Bend Cubs. Me, Crawley, the Club 400 crew go down there, see some stud minor leaguers, watch Crawley throw out a first pitch, and um, 
I don't know. Let's just let's start with the first pitch. I think um, I'm going to play your first pitch right here. We can unmute ourselves uh, while this thing plays, so we can do a little commentary for the uh, podcast listeners. But uh, let's take a look at this. All first. right, Paul Crawley Jean. So Paul Crawley Jean goes up, takes the mound. Now, who are you throwing to, Crawley? You got to you got to mute yourself. So we all cheer for Crawley, and they're like, you know this guy? <laughs> Who are you throwing yeah, yeah. to, Crawley? I can't remember. It was, uh, yeah, it's because you had those three bourbons. Oh, yeah. There he is. He's going to spike it. I thought you were going to spike it, but here it comes, and here comes the pitch. Right in there. But, you know, that thing went about 27 miles per hour. Something you know like what, that. though? I heard the pop. I heard it hit the glove, made a little pop. The uh, the guy, so there was a guy through right before Crawley, a priest. And, yeah, <laughs> and a Catholic priest. He he. Danny says, "Oh, it's outside." I mean, <laughs> at first I wanted, I was like, "Why? Why would he be throwing to a lefty if it's outside?" And then I was like, "Well, that would have been behind a righty, so it's still outside." It was way the fuck off. It was slow. It made no noise, no nothing. And then Crawley steps up there and put it right over the black. It was a good strike. It wasn't even like, you know, feeding it right down the middle and had a little pop. You could hear it. It it, it went 23 miles per hour. You had no windup. You did. You didn't showboat at all. Like you didn't take advantage of the opportunity to go up there and try to wing one in there. All, all I know is, is, is if I would have bounced that in, I would have never heard the end of it. And so I did exactly what I was going to do. Now understand, you, you when the spotlight's on you and you're in front of the tens and tens of people, you know the the, the nerves get a little bit pumping there. So you you sit there and you say to yourself, and and you're completely bundled up because it's like. Felt like 27 degrees out there. It was so cold. Oh, my God. And so I'm just like, I'm just going to absolutely just nice and easy. You're, you're trying to throw in a snowmobile suit out there. I look like the kid in uh, Christmas Story where I'm like <laughs> <laughs> trying to throw a pitch, man. But, hey, I just hope Danny collected on everyone that said I was going to bounce it in. Yeah, yeah. I, I know because I, I took the uh, the other side of it because I was like, nah, he'll he'll make sure he doesn't bounce it by throwing it. 22 miles an hour and make sure that it just goes over the plate. Well, well yeah, we he didn't bounce it. No, we started at the South Bend Brew. We had some fun. That's where the bourbon was happening. The place was great, all sorts of stuff. And then I had to give Danny and the Bleacher Bum Band their tickets, so I took off on the scooter. So the scooter ride was fun, but I did not give Danny a scooter after last. Uh, in no, the, the I'm not riding on be- those. No, I'm done. My <laughs> scooter riding days are, well, probably, unfortunately, not over, but they should be. <laughs> but they're- you know, <laughs> but Danny, you talked a little bit about the studs down at South Bend. They got so much damn talent. Uh, here's uh, myself and uh, William and, and Danny here. But this is one of the guys. You I like to- how he said talent, and then you threw that picture up there with yeah. <laughs> William and you guys and uh, – there wasn't a lot of talent in that last picture. This guy makes gingers hey. like Danny proud. It's uh, Owen Cassie, one of the prospects that we got from the U Darvish trade. The kid's got really good uh, hit tools, man. He looked really good out there. I was excited about that. Yeah, he's a lefty, too. I, I kind of shot a few of his at-bats. And, How uh, tall and, is he? He's got to be like 6'5". These, these guys are all super all tall. They're yeah, all just – these are not little guys. They're not soft tossers like me, man. These guys can can, can get <laughs> yeah. it in there. 
I'm going to throw up another picture of Casey, um, and he's standing there with Canario as well. Look at that bright red mop on top of Casey's yeah. head. That's gonna that's gonna go great at Wrigley Field. People are going to be wearing wigs of that thing if he keeps letting that <laughs> flow go. And uh, I, and Canario also has really cool hair. He's got like this like bleach blonde kind of mohawk, faux hawk. You, thing you wouldn't know it. Room. From this picture, no, you can't tell it in the picture. But uh, and the the, the other outfielder uh, is a ninja, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> and but no, we we saw a lot of uh, case. I got another picture of him up. I'll, I'll put up. Um, oh wait, maybe I don't have that one. This one right here is of Max Bain, who uh, he did the Bain, Bain campaign with Brian Smith, which is a really cool podcast. He's a great guy, throws hard. Got to see him pitch for a few innings. That was fun. Uh, you know, um, we went. We had 45 people on a cold-ass day in South Bend. It was absolutely ridiculous. We literally were like half the attendance at the park. It was great. And because of that, you won a television. Or your wife did, I should say. Because <laughs> every, you every won a inning, TV? Yeah, every inning, a 50-inch Vizio, every inning – they do like a spin to win kind of thing. And uh, so w- w- us being half the crowd, we our group walked away with how many televisions? Two televisions and the 50-50. And the oh, 50/50. my God. Didn't we get a gift card, too? Wait, it was no, ridiculous. But, man. but what was the 50-50? 50, 50, it was like $27. It was like 800 bucks. <laughs> yeah. It was like 800 bucks, I heard. But wow. it, not bad. Yeah. And um, – but we had a great time, and it really was awesome to see these studs pitch. We saw DJ Hertz. Uh, oh. He he went in. He, he started the game, and he pitched really well. I mean, it was so cold that it was just a pitcher's duel. But and, and as you said, we saw Max Bain. I think that there's a really good chance that we're going to see these guys at Wrigley before too long. And it, it's South Bend, so that's high A. It's going to be a while. But um, th- th- like two two years, maybe three years, maybe the pitcher's a little bit earlier, depending on what's happening, if they throw them in the pen. And I don't know what their plan is with some of these guys. They kind of piggybacked that start um, with right. with uh, Hertz and then uh, Bain. But well, we saw he- such studs. And like I'll put a picture. Here's Owen Casey. He's, he's hitting a ball real hard there down the line. I'm putting up pictures right now for the podcast listeners. Here's Canario about to connect with one. Look at his legs. Just super muscular. Kind of reminds me of Jorge Soler. So if you think of that one-two punch from the left and right side with dudes with like some serious pop, it's going to be a lot of fun in a couple of years when these dudes start coming up. Do you remember when guys like John Cruck and, uh, you know, and Pudge Rodriguez, like all these guys, like chubby dudes would come up and they'd be great hitters and stuff. And now we see these guys, they're, they're six foot eight. They're freaking ripped from, you know, toes to head. Like it's amazing how it's, you know, how it's changed. Oh my God. Well, after the game, we ended up going to a retro arcade bar. What was it? Garage arcade bar? Garage arcade bar, Bleacher Bum band played. And it was so weird because look, I, I got to put this picture up. There's Bleacher Jeff up on top of this platform. I'm taking this picture from below. So I, we're performing like over a platform. It was kind of strange, but, um, it, it went really well. That was, that was the youngest crowd I've performed in front of in a while. They, <laughs> they all looked like they were like, 16 years i guess they were 21 i because they were drinking but oh my god they looked like high school kids well ridiculous i had to wake up the next morning and get the tickets feeling not so great to our friend cole franklin and the coolest thing about him is he still asks about hey how are the ranters like 
I'm literally sitting there kind of with my head down a little bit, just trying to kind of recompose myself. And he comes walking up and he's like, Hey, Crawley. Hey. And he just like, talk, just like the nicest kid. And you start to really kind of connect to these guys and really want them to succeed. Um, our next guest coming on, Levante may know this young man here. This Ed is Ed Howard. Howard. Ed Howard. Uh, so if you remember Ed Howard, he was on the Jackie Robinson West team. I got a chance to talk to his dad. Ed Howard Sr. And, and and just great people, man. And they're they're excited because, you know, obviously South Bend's not a huge drive down uh, from Chicago. They can come check him out, you know? Yeah. And, it, and I would say to everybody watching that hasn't been to South Bend, go go down there. It's a really a lot of fun. It, the, the ballpark was empty. I mean, I think it'd be a little bit more fun when it's, when it's filled up, but it's a nice spacious ballpark. They've got a lot of activities for little kids, like bouncy houses and things like that. And they've got a berm where you can just kind of lay in the grass. If you don't want to be in the seat and don't want to get, you know, be stuck with kids. I think it's a great deal. It's only, it's less than two hours from my house, right? But, as, the, as from Wrigley Field, so um, well. And if if anybody's in my neck of the woods, I believe they play in Cedar Rapids against the Colonels. Uh, mm. I think they played there last year, and I missed them. But uh, you know, so if anybody's in the uh, Iowa Western Illinois area and want to go to Cedar Rapids, we should you know maybe do a little meetup and go watch these guys throw in Cedar Rapids. That'd be fun. Absolutely. And uh, I would I'll also mention that the beer is only eight bucks and Crawley got himself one of those beer bat things and he was drinking out of that <laughs> for a while, but the beer's only eight bucks down there. And that's for a 24 ounce beer. So that that's like a four, that's like a $4 regular beer at that point. So it's a good deal. You can have a lot of fun out there and see some super studs. It's not, You'll be seeing some stuff. So we had a great time. And, Crawley, you did do a good job at the first pitch. I, I put up a picture of you, you throwing it there. Good form. And, um, you know, you're no Max Bain, but. <laughs> I mean, Crawley was throwing it so hard, you didn't even pick it up with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. I know you party pretty hard after that. We all did. And I was out till 2 in the morning. South Bend was a cool town. We ended up hanging out with a guy named Toast all night. I, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be stories for another day but um anyway we we just had a blast and i definitely recommend going down there uh but uh let's move on to uh let's let's talk about fr are, are we ready to move on from south bend yeah a little bit. Uh, just right, want to cool. say really quick thanks to chris hagstrom and all the people at south yeah. bend they totally made us feel welcome treated us like royalty we had a blast yeah it really was a good time so uh and then the day before that on friday uh the game got rained out, unfortunately, but um, our good friend Levante from the Lost Boys, Inc. Uh, was given a very prestigious award. And um, I, I, I was in there and I took out took some video, but uh, we want to bring him on the show real quick and talk a little bit about the award that you guys just received. Hey, Levante, you're muted, but I'll unmute you. Oh, no, you can't. You got to you got to unmute yourself. Yeah, I see you're driving here. Do, do not crash. No, 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 no. I'm gonna be parked in like three minutes. Okay, so cool. We'll really get into this. So, so you received Lost Boys received the Laureus Sport for Good Award, which was also won by the Chicago Cubs in 2017, I believe. Yeah. So, so they won the Team of the Year Award. There's a uh, like multiple categories. You know, there's the Athlete of the Year, there's the Team of the Year, the Sport for Good. 
which more focuses more on, uh, you know, organizations that use sport for social change. Um, so, yeah, we were we were fortunate to be only the second Chicago group to ever receive that award. And uh, I think it's been going since around about 1999. Yeah. And uh, there was a film crew that actually flew in from England to film the whole thing. You came down with a bunch of the, a uh, bunch of the kids who were probably pretty disappointed that they didn't get to see a ball game. But, uh, and, and I know that Marcus Stroman was supposed to meet up with you guys, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. But uh, you did get to meet Tom Ricketts. And he gave you the uh, – he's the one that handed you the award. Um, I'm going to play just a, a little bit of that afternoon. I've got Tom Ricketts giving a little bit of a speech and Levante speaking right after, so I'm going to play that real quick. We are here at Wrigley Field, home of the Chicago Cubs, for a very special reason today to present the 2022 Glorious Sport for Good Award to Lost Boys, Inc. And to do that, we have an incredibly special guest, the executive chairman of the Chicago Cubs himself, Mr. Tom Ricketts. Thanks, Mr. You know, in uh, 2017, Chicago Cubs won this award for Sports Team of the Year at the Gloria Sports Awards in Monaco. And it sits outside my office, and I look at it every day, and I'm extremely proud. What makes me even more proud is to be able to give this award to Lost Boys Inc., for all the great work they do helping kids throughout the city and for what they do to support baseball and youth development. And Levante, it's my honor to give you the glorious sport for good award. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. And just like yourself, this award will sit outside of our executive offices for everyone to see at Marlin as they come through the doors of Boston. And we want to first thank the Laureus Academy for this illustrious win. This is a huge award uh, around the globe. There's nothing bigger than this when it comes to sport. And it is even more meaningful being only the second Chicago-based group to ever win the Laureus Award and to have it handed to us from the Chicago Cubs means the world to us. And so again, we'd like to thank the Academy. We'd like to thank our partners here at the Chicago Cubs and Cubs Charity for their ongoing support. Big shout out to the Ranters, the best Cubs fans in Chicago, to our staff. Yeah! Coach Smith, Jalil, everybody. So they are the heart of the organization. They are what makes things work. And just like Morius, we believe that sport has the power to change the world. Thank you. Mm -hmm. First of all, great, great job, Levante. Your your speech was awesome. It, when when I was in there, they, they did it a couple of times. They uh, the woman kept messing up her lines, and then Rick and Ricketts messed up his lines a couple of times. But you know who didn't screw up once? Levante. <laughs> yeah, as you know, I've been in front of these cameras a little bit too much the last few years, man. I think I'm an actor or something. <laughs> I, well, uh, Levante, I was going to say how handsome you look in a Cubs uniform. It's almost like you were born to wear that thing. I was going to ask if you got any trash about that. Well, yeah, a little bit. But you know what? It's actually been that, uh, you know, my fellow Sox fans have been somewhat supportive. But when I start talking at uh, crossing over stuff, you know, that don't go too well in Chicago. <laughs> uh, we know. 
Hey, hey they might have got me Sunday. Oh, Robbie got me out for the Strowman start. So I got to hang out in left field with a bunch of the other ranters. And and like I said in that video, man, it, it hands down, hey, Sox have to accept it. Cubs have the best fans in Chicago, dude. Hands yeah. down. Um, I was we had a good time. The, yeah, I was telling one of the ranters, like, it's just a totally different – it's two totally different environments. You guys and gals take your team very seriously like family. And it's really treated like family and people just seem welcome there. And I mean, you know, on a serious note, that's really good because coming from the far south side, that's not what, you know, growing up, that wasn't the message that was kind of echoed to the south side. It was like, hey, stay from up north. You stay on the south side. You go down to 35th. And that's that. And um, so, you know. Up until a few years ago, literally, I had never been to Wrigley Field into my adulthood. So, you know, first time I I got to go to a Cubs game, I I took my son with me. Um, So that was an amazing feeling. You know, well, actually, it was a lot of years ago now that I kind of reflect on it. But (laughs) the fact was I didn't go to a Cubs game till like 30 years old or older. Mm -hmm. And that is ridiculous. There's no no way. Until you you actually had your own children. Yeah. 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 So you so had your own kids. Right. My dad wasn't a sports guy. He didn't go to games and stuff. So I had nobody, you know, that took me to that stuff. Uh, when I went as a kid, I went with my little league teams. And, you know, and then when I was a teenager, I would go on my own. I'd buy my own tickets. And then I started working for Andy Frame. So I would be up in Comiskey all the time, sort of like you all are hanging over at Wrigley. Um, and that kind of became my regular place because I went to school right up the street at De La Salle Institute where my son attends now. And so, you know, it's just a stone's throw away from the stadium. Now, Levante, uh, everybody's really excited. May 27th, Lost Boys, Inc. and Club 400, Marcus Stroman. How, I mean, we've been working on this for a while and it's finally come together. How excited are the kids? Well, man, look, I, I don't know if excitement is the right word. I think the grown-ups are more excited. <laughs> <laughs> but we absolutely gotta gotta credit you and thank you, Crawley, because if it's not for you, this doesn't happen whatsoever. So Crawley's been working on this for us. And so, you know, we were you know, Crawley finally kinda let the cat out the bag what he was working on and let me know and I was just blown away that he had put in so much effort for this. So you know, first and foremost, man, we're, we're appreciative to you and to the ranchers and to Stu and Club 400. And this is going to be amazing. It's going to be epic, man. Uh, <laughs> Stu is just good people. While I was at the game, uh, his folks uh, hit Robert up. And so we left for a little bit before Rocket got there. And we went down into like that 100 level section uh, where his family was at. So, you know, we went down and Crowley sat with his mom, who you and I have been meeting with, and Adam and the baby King Kai was there, oh. and uh, and some more of his family and stuff. And so we just felt important, right? Because here we are, we got called down with Stroh's people. We're sitting there with moms and the baby, and it was just dope, <laughs> man. It was well, like, yeah. I'm <laughs> really, ex- I'm really excited that there's a huge synergy between. Uh, I mean, Cubs and Sox fans, we don't agree on the baseball, but what we do agree on is that you're doing an awesome job working with kids in uh, Chicago, and uh, definitely making sure that kids love baseball and not just that, but are get a, a huge, well-rounded 
education about just life and i mean you take kids boat building you take kids to they get you got the windy city historians come in i i've come in and played music with the kids and it's just i love what you're doing just exposing uh, you brought we brought the kids to kansas city last year you're bringing them to uh the hall of fame this year it's just like you're doing so much to try to you know give these kids the experience that they that uh, of a lifetime and we really appreciate it we want to be a big support to you and i'm just i'm just so happy that since 2020 we've been working together to make things happen i do want to mention too that uh 10% of all of our patreon money that comes in from the ranters the super ranters it goes straight to lost boys i'm always putting it in every time i get a monthly check i put it in on the facebook on their facebook donation page so uh just so you know we just supporting us automatically supports lost boys too and we're going to be doing more more and more through the years and stuff but thanks for coming on levante and please check if you don't know about the lost boys uh check i dropped the link in the chat it's lostboysinc.org and uh we'll be talking to you again real soon i'm sure yeah and thank you to all of the ranter fans that are watching that have been uh you know donating and helping out we absolutely see those monthly donations and i'm like We'll see the uh, Facebook remittance. And I'm like, ah, that's from uh, Danny and the guys. So, you know, we're greatly appreciative of, of all of your support. We're, I mean, excited, man. We're thankful for this friendship with you guys. It's, it's really evolving into something else. You know, Danny comes down and he volunteers and does the music. And the kids absolutely go bonkers for that when he comes down. Uh, did it last year. He's been doing it this winter. Um, and it crawled out hooking up the dope fundraisers and, and then we hire Robert. Robert is elevated to our one of our program director positions in addition to his normal gig. So you know Robert's a, a bleacher guy just uh, for everybody that doesn't know Robert. He was in yeah, so this relationship is amazing, man. This is a, what it's about. It's about people that are walking their talk. And this is the Chicago that I love, man. You know, where we're coming all together and, and uniting over something that we love, which is uh which is baseball. And I'll be happy to I know it get warm. I'll see Cotton coming up here pretty soon. So hey, I'm planning we'll on being there. there. Uh, I'm planning on being there the 27th. Man, that sounds awesome. Nice. Yeah, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great summer. I can already feel it. We're off to a great start. So, um, well, thanks for coming on the show. I'm going to play a quick commercial. Stick with us, and then when we come back, we're going to bring on Eric Wheelow. We're going to talk about all about this series that we won against the Brewers. Very excited. So we'll be right back with you. Hey, thanks for shouting us out, Levante. That was oh, yeah. awesome. Thanks for shouting us out. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, baby. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace, guys. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. 
Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. You know, tons of people take a multivitamin, including me. I take not just a multivitamin, but extra vitamin D, uh, because I live in Chicago and don't get a lot of sun. And uh, I take uh, probiotics, and, uh, you know, I, I must take sometimes five, six pills a day, uh, especially during the winter. Vitamin C, zinc. Uh, anyway, there's a, a better solution for that, uh, and it's one delicious scoop of athletic greens. Um, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients, and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. How much do my 17,000 vitamins cost? Probably more than that. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills like I take and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sunranto Show's a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sunranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, directly after it, we, ran, we went on ColorCast... And we had a great time over there. And we just, we kept on going with the show on ColorCast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow us on Ranto Show. Here's what you got to do, actually. Download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the baseball league. Follow Sunranto Show. And you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month. At the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sun Ranto show. So 
Check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum to the normal podcast that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranto show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also, <laughs> you had to listen to a ColorCast app uh, ad and an Athletic Greens ad, which the Patreon uh, subscribers did not. So, your choice. In the meantime, download ColorCast. Listen to us over there. It's a lot of fun. We are back with Mr. Eric Wheelow. Uh, your favorite Brewers fan that you love to hate, the Ryan Braun of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Welcome why he's hiding his eyes. People, yeah, we lost. Really, people really did say, hey, look, you're already getting booed in the chat. John Pickett says, boo. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's funny. I, I, I was talking to a couple people, and uh, they said, you know what? I love when you have Eric on the show because I freaking hate that guy. <laughs> but I'm really entertained by him. So uh, so welcome back. Uh, you've lost now three of your first four games, two games against the Chicago Cubs. Got Class your ass is a division up you. there in, in Wisconsin. Not, he's not in Wisconsin, or maybe you are. No, um, but the team is. The class of the division is what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Well, Since they, when? <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> since, since they all wrote it out on paper before the season started. That's yeah. right. Okay. So, so, uh, so you lose nine I, nothing. You lose yeah. nine nothing. You you win five four. You lose five four. Am I right about that? Those were the finals. A lot of lot of lot of nines. Yeah. So, um, Eric, are you worried? Is this has being picked to win the division? Is that too much for the Brewers <laughs> to handle at this point? I think it's the curse of the NL Central predictions every year. Whoever the darling is of that year, be it the Reds or the Brewers, they usually stink. Or the Cubs. I don't know what I, it is, but nobody can I, pick. I, I, don't, I don't know. It worked out pretty well is. for the Cubs in 2016. I believe they were picked to win it all. Let's not live in the past, guys. All right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's all we got, Eric. <laughs> That's all we have. All I don't we know. Are we, we're in first place. What do you mean it's all we got? We're in first. Look, these these sunglasses of morning aren't for our losses to the Cubs. This is for the loss to the Orioles today. So don't get too high on your horse, guys. <laughs> yeah, you, you got shut out by the Orioles today. I mean, that's that's rough. I mean, what was the final oh, I, there? Two zip? Two zip. I closed the blinds. I'm hiding from my neighbors. Uh, <laughs> just chain smoking in the house. That's uh, – this this hasn't been a great start for the Brewers to say the least, uh, but it's early in the season, man. Uh, it's early in the season. I don't think I think the shortened spring training we're seeing the effects of that on a lot of people, especially with the starting pitching staffs, the short leashes, etc. And our guys just didn't have control throughout the you know first three games. Oh, of that see, he's preemptively talking like, oh, not enough control, well, like they, they weren't actually fucking throwing at him. I'm talking oh, to three alcoholics. You want to tell me about self-control? <laughs> they were they were throwing at the Cubs. Come on. They were, I, in I saw a stat. What what is it? From 2020 between the two teams, it's like 21 to 20 hit by pitches. Like okay, yeah, right. but, but, but the Cubs are it's 27 to 24. And the problem is 17 of those have been against one player. Cuz he's a scumbag and he puts his arm over the plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're throwing at Wilson Contreras, like, and you have been for years and years and years. And you're not hitting him in that arm. 
Yeah. Oh, we've hit him in the, up and in in the face. And well, tell him to get off the plate. The <laughs> no, there's, no, there's videos out there which I should have like sent you. Pirates. He's he's, he's like leaning pirates. into pitches. He's leaning into pitches. All I gotta yeah, tell you though is. All I got to tell you is it didn't take long for McCutcheon to get into it. And and I don't know if you saw his Twitter today. He, like, put, like, some girl on blast, like, sickness followers on her and stuff like that. It was absolutely pathetic. And, and all she basically did was call him soft, which he is. He got hit in the ass. That's where you hit somebody when you throw back. You hit him in the ass. You don't try to hurt anybody. And McCutcheon was all, all read about it. He was, mad. He, was mad. he was mad because you get the first shot. And if you miss, then freaking move on, hit the next guy. But to do two back-to-back, come on, man. Uh, look, yeah, he, I don't know, he's got to look at the situation, okay? The guy hitting right in front of him was Caratini, and there was no way Wilson was calling Caratini to get hit, right? Like, that's his boy. They're friends. So he's like, yeah, fuck McCutcheon. And McCutcheon is the – DH that half player that they fucking decided to put into the league this year. And if you want to send a message to a pitcher, you got to hit the DH. Maybe if McCutcheon could play the fucking field, his ass wouldn't get hit. I, I believe he's a former gold glover and a former NL MVP, but uh, let's former, uh, former, former, former. That the yeah. DH is for former, old former, former. Let's deal. let's talk about 2016 for four more years. You fucking assholes. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it for the next fucking 98. Years that's all you got. That long before we that's all you did. Game. You won one and then blew it with that core of talent. You know what? As long as the Cubs have even the one that we saw, it's still one more than the Brewers have. So. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. When when, when you replace when you replace the Bud Selig experience with a trophy room, let me know. That's when we'll talk. <laughs> we got MVP trophies in that room with a bunch of people that uh, you know, ex steroids users. That's what we do. That's what we're great at. <laughs> and cheese curds. We hang banners for NL Central titles in playoff qualification rounds. This is the more wild cards, guys. <laughs> Well, I mean, you talk to I, me I, like I give a shit that we that uh, we don't have a trophy room. We're the fucking Brewers. We're we're rising. We finally got an owner that's putting money into this team, and we're no, and we the got problem is you, the problem is that you do have a trophy room, and it's got Bud Selig's name on it. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking you know. If you had no trophy room, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Like because you would have been right in the spot you're supposed to be. But no, instead they're like, look at Bud Selig, the best commissioner it's ever been. Well, I'll tell you, it looks like a million bucks after with the new commissioner we have, to be honest with you. I think I all do, of us in this room would take Bud Selig back in a second. Nah, I do, I, 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 I do got to ask you, yeah, because maybe. I was watching the game. I was at opening day, and uh, it was real clear that for whatever reason, you know, Corbin Burns, last year's NL Cy Young Award winner, it just didn't look like he had – he just didn't have – he couldn't spot it really well, in my opinion. And then the difference, I think, between Cubs teams in the past is this team wasn't flailing away. They were making him come inside, and they were making a lot of contact. So, you know, I, every time I saw Burns or even Woodruff or Peralta, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. You know, I was – you know, if you were telling me here's money to gamble, I would have bet the over on 10 strikeouts or more. And he didn't get him at all. Well, all our guys were talking about this Cub team is that the big focus with Ross was that he wants you guys to take pitches and work at bats a lot more. And I think we saw it. But also when we're missing four inches off the plate and have no control of any of our arsenal, it makes it a little easy for you guys to not strike out and to walk and put runs together. 
Yeah, it's always hard when our Cy Young, oh, not our Cy Young, your Cy, your Cy, Young. Cy Young has no control. Well, he, he walked for it. He really, really didn't look like he had. I'm putting up the box score right now. Uh, we got the the big uh, hit from Nico Horner with the home run, but it it felt like he was about to settle down. That Burns was kind of going to get into a groove. And yeah, he had then, like four or five strikeouts in a row. Yeah, and then and then I feel like uh, he lost it again a little bit, but uh, and that's when he got taken out. But once again. I think this play, this whole thing plays out differently for both teams because Hendricks didn't go more than 80 pitches either, I don't think. So they, they were bringing these guys out early. But it, you look up and down the box score, the one thing that strikes me is that the Cubs only struck out seven times the entire game, and they did the same thing the next day um, when they only struck out eight times. Now, then been, they struck out 13 time. times after that, but it's been a long time since the Cubs – struck out maybe less than 10 times two games in a row like i can't i mean it probably happened but it didn't happen much and this seven, seven strikeouts was just patrick wisdom <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> no pretty much i mean that's that's his game but um and the the one that really struck me was uh Seiya Suzuki and his plate discipline was just super impressive and like I hadn't I hadn't seen a hitter like that in a while in a Cubs uniform and I uh screenshotted this uh uh tweet from Jeremy Frank at MLB Random Stats Cubs rookie Seiya Suzuki has been thrown 29 pitches that were outside of the strike zone he took 28 of them 26 were correctly called balls and two were called strikes. His one chase, an RBI single against Brandon Woodruff. I mean, rookie of the year, MVP. <laughs> oh, maybe he's going to learn to pitch when the Cy Young. I don't know what's going to happen with this guy, but he's obviously God's <laughs> gift to the Cubs right now. I love Seiya Suzuki. Um, hits the dong on uh, was Sunday, and uh, everybody's bowing to him. I got this. <laughs> this picture, Willie Harris bowing to him on the way. Uh, three, heard, big three one shot. It wasn't enough to win, but Willie, Willie got canceled for that, right? He's, uh... <laughs> I was like, well, it's a little suspect, but then if you're doing it with the guy, like, is it a fine? Well, I mean, it, it, is, it is actually a show of respect to somebody if you're doing it with that intent. Now, you know, if he was making some sort of like, you know, shitty noise with his mouth, then <laughs> that well, would have been all bad. I, I got bad news for you guys. Um, so I was in uh, the 202 section, or 201, or I forget what it's called now. It used to be the 201, but right, I call it the fence leaners, right up in the left field corner. And I'm standing up there because you have a good view of with no net there. And, and so I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a picture. I just sit out here and take a bunch of pictures of Stroman and catch the Cubs first couple at bats so i'm standing there say suzuki's up i'm snapping shots i'm standing there up against the fence the people whose seats they were show up because i wasn't in my right place so i have to leave during the at bat and i missed the digger i otherwise i would have gotten otherwise i would have gotten the shot of the shot but as i was standing there during say is it bat this dude Walks up the stairs in a hoary cow shirt, guys. Oh. He did. He did. And he was like a little older than us, maybe in his 50s or something like that. And it was just like, oh, brutal. If if you have one of those shirts, burn it. Burn it. Yep. Burn it. Don't. And don't film it and burn it. Burn it in the private where no one sees that shit. 
Yeah, uh, so that was disappointing. Not only did I see a hoary cow shirt, but sent seconds later, I missed taking a, an awesome picture of uh, Seiya Suzuki's first major league home run. I miss it just because I'm not in my seats. Well, I'm going to tell you honestly, it's like, you know, the Cubs take game one, and, and I don't know, I felt like the Brewers, Danny, we talked about this the next day in our hungover state, We, you know, the Brewers thought they were going to win that first game and by coming back, and the Cubs put it away, and that was really impressive. You know, the Brewers kept coming back, and the, and the Cubs were able to kind of close it out, which was great. Uh, Ian Happ was three for four with a couple of doubles and two RBIs. Seiya was four, you know, two walks on that one you were talking about. And, and, and Hendricks, who I was very worried about, pitched a pretty good game. Yeah. Wait, I remember, Eric, we talked to, on the show right before about how – the Brewers just kicked the crap out of Hendo last year. Last and year, but then it looked like old school Hendo against the Brewers. I mean, just seven, seven strikeouts. Ks. Yeah, it's seven insane. Ks. Yeah, five. Uh, I don't know if you're a betting man, but whatever the strikeout total for the starting pitcher against the Brewers are, uh, take the over because we're going to strike <laughs> out a ton. You're like the old Cubs now. Well. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had to use a lot of pitchers to get through that game, um, and that's how it's going to be for a while until these guys really get stretched out. Norris pitched. Uh, Martin pitched. Uh, uh, he got the blown save on it. Um, Wick pitched, uh, and then we saw Givens for point one, and then Robertson came in and got the save. I don't know if they're considering him the closer, but he did that one. He looked good. He looked good. Why? Why is Norris your first go-to guy coming out of the bullpen? We don't have uh, a guy. We, did you I, not learn anything from uh, the Brewers having him last year and just how god awful he was? No, did, they, don't did, you, didn't. did they do you know they were, articles about how he showed up in his RV for spring training? Yeah, you know David Ross was just hoping for the magic that is like a guy facing his former team. Like he just was hoping that was going to be the thing. The Cubs and also had a bet. The Cubs also have a bad habit of seeing guys destroy them and don't realize they're bad against everybody else. So then we sign them. <laughs> like Jonathan VR, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to put up the game two hitting because, uh, man, that was just a, an onslaught. Slaughter. But, yeah, uh, nine runs total. Nine. Nine, nine runs on ten hits. So we did I, – I was thinking about this game. Uh, Michael Cotton was just sitting there with his pants off enjoying himself watching, <laughs> watching this game, just touching, just touching himself as and watching – Hey, nine, the Cubs were touching them all, and so was I. Yeah, nine runs all without a homer. And I was like, oh, this is some cotton ball right there. They take seven walks and only strike out – Eight times. So this is the one that Woodruff didn't have it, and he's hitting everybody. He's walking everybody, letting base runners out, and a bunch of them scored. Um, and then uh, the pitching, Justin Steele and uh, Keegan Thompson piggybacked, took 7.2 of the innings, and then F. Ross and Roberts finished it off. But they uh, – Steele, five strikeouts through five innings, and Thompson pitched great. Uh but now he's suspended for three games from, <laughs> from hitting McCutcheon. So, but he had four strikeouts at two point two. So we actually will really miss him. Well, again, keep in mind that they're going to appeal it, and it'll go down to one, and it's one game. It's fine. You know what? Fuck it's it. Against let, the Pirates. Let let him let let McCutcheon eat it. The fact that he bitched about it so much makes me enjoy it more. What What if Ian Happ was just, you know, he went off in this series and then we pegged him in the freaking kneecap. What happens now if we just broke that toy? 
Well, oh, you did it with God. Grayson Allen and uh, Caruso. Why not do it in baseball too, right? Oh, boy. Well, we'll be sweeping you guys shortly, so we'll make quick work of that real quick. <laughs> yeah, Ian Happ, I'm glad you mentioned him because he's batting 714. <laughs> so, yeah, off to a hot start. And, you know, we know Ian Happ to be so streaky, so I think we can maybe extrapolate out that he's going to basically have like a 1,200 OPS the entire month of April and then completely disappear. Well, not anymore. Days. Yeah. Not anymore because he's got the bad knee now. You know, he's going to be hobbling for the next three weeks because of the fucking Brewers throwing at the Cubs all the time. Well, he was out say- of the lineup on Stroh Day. Let me let me say something here, okay? I love that, I love this. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, please. I just love this narrative <laughs> that's getting creative, and it's your guy getting suspended. None of our guys are getting suspended, but we're the ones that throw at you. All right. Well, yeah, I know that's some bullshit, isn't it, Wheelo? Yeah. yeah. I would, I would <laughs> I'm glad you take, pointed that out. I would say bullshit. With, take it up with your commissioner, <laughs> because by the rules, we're not doing anything wrong. Apparently, okay. I think, but commissioner, you mean still... the the fucking guy that loves your fucking like trophy room, dude? Come on, <laughs> he's best friends with fucking Bud Selig, who owns your goddamn team. Tell I me. Would. I will say, though, that the crowd at opening day was awesome. Great crowd. Tribute to George Weissman, I want to say, in the fourth inning. Uh, they had little bells made up because that's what George used to do to communicate because he, he was suffering from cancer. Such a great crowd. Saturday, I talked to some people. Like, great crowd, great crowd. Sunday, the fucking cup snakes start again. Yeah. Oh, the God, snakes. Well, they, they were starting. Damn it. Well, and and here's the thing about the cup snakes that drive me nuts. So this was game three, and I'm out there in the bleachers, uh, and I'm taking pictures of the cup snakes. J- Bleacher Jeff was really pissed off because some guy was coming around collecting cups, and he was just going ar- and he took Bleacher Jeff's cup while he was gone from under his seat. It was empty. <laughs> and then he was like, "Why didn't you stop them? Why now I'm going to be part of this cup snake?" I'm like, "Sorry, bro. <laughs> like I was busy looking at my phone, tweeting shit out, like trying to get internet." And but yeah, the cup snakes were really happening. Uh, Nick says they were happening opening day. I saw people trying to start. Were, I didn't see it. I didn't see any and nothing like this. Well, it was much colder on opening day. So like you didn't have like dudes with their shirts off uh, as much because it was what 40 degrees out there and, uh, you know, windy. But I'm ignorant um, to this. What's what's the hatred for the cup snake? Well, it's just like watch the fucking game. You know okay. what I mean? What happens? Well, first of all, let's let's start with the fact that there's a pandemic going on. And there's like giant um, towers of plastic full of saliva, dip spit, uh, backwash, and and all the rest of it in those uh, you know in in those cups. And then they're going to be passed amongst the people where they all touch it with their hands, and it's spilling all over everybody, giving everybody like it's a basically a COVID tower. You know what Eric, I mean? Like, I, Eric, I guess I would probably best say that for me, I, I look at it and I know what the other people think of Cub fans. Okay. And basically when you do that, you're basically like showing this, that's you're proving people right. Like, Oh, Cub fans don't care. They're just there for the party. Yeah. Everybody loves the fucking party. That's why you go to baseball games is to drink beer, but pay attention to the fucking game and still have a good time. You can do it. You don't have to do stupid shit like this. Fucking- yeah, it, it's like when we see like four fat ass motherfuckers shoving sausages in their face up at Amfam Miller. You know, like 
you get embarrassed by that. You're like, ah, oh, don't fucking do that. That's <laughs> that's the fucking stereotype. Come yeah. on. Like Chicago's just not as fat. Did you just see the guy holding the cup steak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're calling a fucking look good. spade here, dude. Like <laughs> that dude looked good. That was that was sexy fat. That's sex. Oh, that that's fat. I, I'm that's willing to. I'm willing to. I'm willing to trade him and Jonathan VR to the Brewers for a hater. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no. It it the problem was too. It used to only happen in like your blowout games. It's or like a it's a Saturday. It's a blowout. It, you know, there's there's some lopsided score. You got like the shortstops pitching. You know, it's it's that kind of game where and then a, a cup snake would break out. But now, because Barstool, they freaking uh, trumped it up a little bit, and then the 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 um, ushers used to fight against it. And then it made the kids want to do it more. So now they just let it happen because it's just easier. It makes the usher's job easier. And quite technically, it does help clean the bleachers ultimately. Because Well, that's true. You this, know, is, this, is, this is Gen Z right here. This is what, what's everything that's wrong with this generation, man. It's all about look at me. Look at what I'm doing. Let's put this oh, on see, TikTok. I thought you were going to go the other way. This is Gen Z just cleaning shit up all the time. Yeah, just, <laughs> just really environmentally conscious. and. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, this was a 5-4 ball game. This was a winnable oh, game is- for the Cubs. You, you know, we got sc- totally hosed on that uh, review. I mean, if he had called, if he had been called safe, it stays safe. He was safe. And, but still, like, Jonathan VR is an idiot for diving. Like, the, the, they've done the test. It's faster to keep running. Run through the bag. Run through the oh. bag. It's the if, only if, base you're allowed to do it. Do it. If you are into a guy that's going to do the exact opposite of what you tell him to do, you guys are going to love Jonathan VR. <laughs> that's, that's all. No, he we does. don't. We don't even no. want him on the team. Oh. And then he and he screws up. Like we could have swept oh, you guys. He, he's going to be sleeping halfway off the bag. He's going to keep getting picked off this year. The guy just is a mistake machine, man. He lacks focus. There's a reason this guy bounces around. Yeah. Put him in the bleachers. Let him hold the cup, snake. <laughs> he dropped it on the field. He'll drop it on the field. Yeah, <laughs> COVID cup snake. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, it was that was kind of a frustrating loss. I mean, uh, the only I was I was sad for Strowman because he came out. His his walkout music was freaking excellent. I don't know what it is. If somebody was, uh, knows, Kanye. Kanye. Oh, it is okay. Homecoming. Cool. It was so good. And uh, one thing I thought was interesting is, and I'm going to put a picture of it right now. When he came out for his warm-up tosses, he threw the first pitch from behind the mound, which I thought was just kind of interesting. He's kind of strutting around out there. And then here's the picture of his actual first pitch at Wrigley Field. And unfortunately, Jonathan freaking VR's in the way. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Probably probably out of position. Uh. And, uh, yeah. He was playing second. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Stroh pitched well. I mean, once again, short pitch count. He gave up the one run, walked three, struck out three. It was the home run that he gave up. Only gave up two hits, and um, he was getting his ground ball outs like you're kind of expecting out of him. And then Chavez sucked, Norris sucked, David Robertson and uh, Givens came in, but it was too late. We couldn't get back into the game because um, of a bad call by the umpire. Yeah, it was. 
And a bad call by Jonathan. How do you call something that wasn't overturned a bad call? They looked at it. It's it, 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 it no, is what you, it is. I looked. At, dude, it's so obvious that that he was safe, though. They did those free the the uh, the freeze play where you can enlarge it and stuff like that. He's his hand is on the base and the ball is not in the glove of the first. It baseman. drives me nuts because we have replay to get it right, and it took for freaking ever, and they still fucked it up. But let me just See, say this: it, 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 I, I'm not even going to get into this because. You know, the call got made and they stayed with it. They should not even be doing this fucking freeze frame. I don't care if it's, you know, would have benefited the Cubs. Watch the fucking play at full speed as many times as you want. But if you can't see that there's a difference, then don't change it. I fucking hate this slow-mo bullshit. They're creating a situation that may or may not even be there. I don't know. That little, little was close. Was out. That was close enough, right? That that play was close enough that I'm not going to get too upset with the umpire calling it in the, uh, you know, in the speed of the game. When you slow it down, can you see that he's he's safe? Sure, possibly, but you're creating a reality that is not the fucking reality of baseball. That's yeah. not what baseball is. And if they can replay it at full speed and see that there's a problem with the call, then 100% it's a shit call and they need to change it. That one, to me, didn't meet that criteria. Thank it you. made me angry, yeah. just like it made every other Cubs fan angry. But I, I can't get too upset about the call being what the call was. If he had been called safe, I might. It, there's a good chance he's, it stays safe. I agree, but which is the epitome of what I just said. Like, yeah. And there's a picture of me, of me uh, that I took uh, from the bleachers of the umpire signaling out. I was sitting there waiting for it. As you could see, some of the Cub fans in the background. Oh, I thought he was. I thought that was like union solidarity. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I, th- I thought he was yelling at children in the front row. Hey, <laughs> Well, the, the children. Hey, you the, kids, quit making cup snakes. The yeah. children in the front row are definitely yelling back. Oh, you got to be kidding. Because, like, even from the, the bleacher video board that we were looking at it, we were pretty convinced that it was going to get overturned from that. But I think that was a little bit more wishful thinking than anything. But it was a winnable game. And uh, somebody just brought up in the chat about um, Ortega getting uh, caught stealing and picked off. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to, that's the problem with the Cubs right now is they're going to have to manufacture runs and do things like try to steal bases. And sometimes it's not going to go so well. And that would actually been another run. I think Ortega um, would have scored. He got caught stealing in game three and I think he would have scored. I'm pretty sure I remember thinking that, but (laughs) yeah. Anyhow, um, it was, it was a fun series. I'm so happy that, the season started and it was really fun being at Wrigley field with everybody and being out there to like taking pictures. And Eric, when are you coming to Wrigley? Uh, I'll be back. I think the first three weeks of May. So I think I'll, I'll be in Milwaukee doing shows and I'll have to, I'm definitely going to come down for a game. I'll have my car. So let's do it. Uh, do you have anything to plug right now that people can come see? Uh, in Milwaukee, I'll be at the Improv uh, May, at, <laughs> May, what is that, May 14th, 15th, 16th. And then the Laughing Tap that last Friday, Saturday in Milwaukee, which is another comedy club there. Cool. And you have a website, ericwheeler.com? Yeah, Eric, yeah ericwheeler.com. 
Check that out or WIELOCO.com. Follow me on Instagram, Eric Wheelow. And it's early, guys, early in the season. I'll let you, uh, I'll give you You're congratulations like for getting, yeah. that, uh, <laughs> getting that first punch in and uh, humbling us a little bit. Uh, I thought that would have woke our bats up going to this Oreo series, but apparently not. But I, I will say there were some highlights. Hater looked great, as always. You know, the yeah. bullpen kind of kicked kept our us- ass. Kept us in some games. Uh, the bats need to come around. To be honest with you, Christian Yelich, he has the highest average on the team right now, and I think he's just going to be a guy that doesn't hit for power anymore, but he's just going to be a contact hitter that gets on base a lot, I think. Yeah, well, ever since he stopped cheating, he had to learn a different way to play. So, Yeah, the, I think the launch angle's really messed up his head, too. So. They're yeah, not well, doing the light not, switch thing and the little yeah, signals. The fans oh, that's true. that that blow every single baseball that the Brewers hit out at AmFam Field with those ridiculous splits that you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I will mm-hmm. say congratulations on Suzuki. I think the thing I was most impressed was was just the amount of strength he had on inside pitches and just being able to get around on them and put them in play. I mean, I didn't think that guy was that strong. And, I mean, he's going to be great for you guys. And it's at least something to be hopeful for and have fun watching and cheer for the Rookie of the Year going forward. Yeah, you know, and Eric, MVP. It's yeah. a really good point, Eric, because he had a very short spring training. So I'm like, I was very nervous. Would he be able to catch velocity and that kind of stuff, catch up to it? And boy, he, you know, like I said, he's one of those guys that just, I was like, I was just telling Cubs fans, be patient. You know, he didn't have a lot of time. He didn't have a normal spring training and already weird spring training. And and he came out like it was nothing. Yeah. yeah. No worries. Well, it, it, and the good part is that we can actually cheer for him. Like, you know, we don't have to worry about them trading him in June. You know, <laughs> like they, years, they yeah. plan to build around him. They're going to keep him for a while. Uh, he's not one of these guys that we're, you know, we might get attached to and he'll be gone by the trade deadline. Yeah. We get to, we get to keep our shiny new toy and, uh, and so far so good, but um well, uh, good luck in Baltimore because it's not going well for you there. I mean, I, I know that that's a tough Oriole team you got to face out there. Just, I just say that to anybody going to Baltimore. Good luck in Baltimore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, Charm City is really a misnomer, isn't it? Um, so, what well, if I'm not? <laughs> what if Eric is actually nice in real life? We'll see at Wrigley Field. I'll see you in the bleachers. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have to get together. I don't know the Brewers. I don't think are in, are they in town when you're in town? I didn't. Really, no, the, the Dodgers are there that first weekend. Second yeah, but weekend. you said middle of May. Yeah. So, oh, I thought you said the first couple weeks of Arizona. May. Arizona comes to town like right after you said 15, 16, somewhere around there. 13, yeah, 14. Those, those weekdays during those first first three weeks. But we can all figure this out. Let's let's get a lowly yeah. team that the Cubs can kick the crap out of. Or, well, I mean, that that's Arizona all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. No. Come now. Can you? Do you have it in you to cheer for the Chicago Cubs from the bleachers? Or no. are you, just autom- <laughs> no. or are no. you automatically no. just gonna go for no. the other team? Oh, I'm yeah. gonna be cup I'm gonna be cup steak guy. I'm gonna be ah. taking <laughs> I'm gonna be taking everybody's cups. I'm gonna be creating it in full brewer's gear, shirtless, just with a selfie stick and the cup snake. Just like ah. <laughs> Well, you'll fit right in, especially if we go on Saturday. <laughs> So well, thanks, <sighs> thanks for coming on. Uh, I'm I'm psyched that we have a, a beautiful long season ahead of us. It's been fun so far. Had two really good games, uh, and I I think it's going to be a battle all year between these two teams. I mean, there's bad blood already, 
So that's nothing but entertaining for us. So no, we love that. I mean, it's what it's what makes this uh, supposed rivalry great. You know, I mean, uh, you guys always say it's the Cardinals, but this is slowly growing, which is kind of fun. Um, it is. It is. Um, yeah. And Don't especially now that, well, and especially now that you have a, a, a good team, you yeah. know, and we're and we're that we're looking up at. It's it's a little bit different. Feels feels way different than it used to. A couple. Of years well, I mean, ago. right now we're not looking up at them. Yeah, yeah, right now on we're paper. in first place. Yeah, on paper we're looking up at you. You're well, wire to wire Chicago Cubs. There we go. <laughs> well, I think we should end these uh, just on a cordial note because we'll be doing a lot of these every year. So I think collectively, at the end of these going forward, we should just say, "Fuck the cards." Yeah, fuck very. Uh, good. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. We all that's, agree. We'll that. agree on that. It's like we don't go to bed. Uh, uh you know, mad at don't each other. Don't go to bed. You know? angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we're gonna come back and talk about um, fuck the pirates, uh, who'd have a, a fun young up and coming team that we're about to take a look at uh, with a couple of old friends. Actually, uh, we're gonna see Quintana. Ooh, real, real su- uh, yeah, tomorrow. So uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to kick Eric off the show like most of you guys want me to do. And uh, and then we'll we'll catch you the, uh, the next time we catch you. Og Swerb. This is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunrancho.com slash StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sun Rancho Show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunrancho.com slash StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon. And this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunrancho.com slash Amazon, knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the Sun Ranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos, who will just use the money to go to space. Plus, if you buy all your Amazon items through sunrancho.com slash Amazon, you could win a monthly prize. sunrancho.com slash StubHub and sunrancho.com slash Amazon. Two great ways to support the Sun Ranto show while sticking it to evil corporations who suck and it won't cost you a single penny it don't stink to click our link you know tons of people take a multivitamin including me i take not just a multivitamin but extra vitamin d uh, because i live in chicago and don't get a lot of sun and uh to take uh, probiotics and uh, you know I, i must take sometimes five six pills a day Uh, especially during the winter, vitamin C, zinc. Uh, Anyway, there's a a better solution for that, uh, and it's one delicious scoop of athletic greens. Um, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients, and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. How much do my 17,000 vitamins cost? Probably more than that. 
It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills like I take and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sun Ranto Show is a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sun Ranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, directly after it, we we went on ColorCast, and we had a great time over there. And we just, we kept on going with the show on ColorCast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow us on Ranto Show. Here's what you got to do, actually. Download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the baseball league. Follow Sun Ranto Show. And you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month. At the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sun Ranto show. So check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum to the normal podcast that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranto show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also, <laughs> you had to listen to a ColorCast app uh, ad and an Athletic Greens ad, which the Patreon uh, subscribers did not. So, your choice. In the meantime, download ColorCast. Listen to us over there. It's a lot of fun. Today's episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sports drink, spelled like sports drink but without vowels. Trunk. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Sports drink. Okay, we are back. Uh, we got the Pirates next. Cubs took off. And, of course, the weather gets good. And today it was uh, like 60 degrees. The sun was out. It would have been a real nice night for a ball game. But instead, we're out of town and we're not even playing after being cold almost the whole, the whole weekend. But, um so the weather in Pittsburgh, I'm going to put it up here. Uh, tomorrow, it's going to be 69 degrees. Nice. And high, um, no chance of rain. So they're going to get that. The game's at like 312 <laughs> Central, uh, Central. I time. saw that. Like what All the times doing? are fucked up. All the times are fucked up. Look at all the times. And then it's well, 1135 the next day. <laughs> well, and it's only a two-game series, which is the dumbest thing, too. Oh, uh, like – 
four game set and a two game set. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, this is the only like I'm I'm not gonna say this anymore this year. This is it. This is one time. Three games every time. Give them Monday off. Every Monday, off day, two, three yeah. game series every week. Use it for makeups. Just yeah, you can use that Monday for makeups, whatever you need to do. Just I don't know why they make this so hard. They yeah. make it artificially hard on themselves. Like, could you imagine these people trying to make a schedule and they're just like, well, throw a two gamer in there. Oh, God damn it. Now I got to put a four over here and a four over there. And- yeah, no, it's stupid. And um, also uh, the fact that we go from Pittsburgh to Colorado. Like, yeah, what the hell kind of trip is road trip is that? And then back, right? Like, that's it. Yeah, and then we're home, yeah. So, uh, against the Rays. So, yeah, Pittsburgh, uh, guess what? It's supposed to rain because it always rains eventually in Pittsburgh uh, at one of these games. So, uh, but it's going to be quite warm, 77 degrees, a 42% chance of the rain last time I looked. So, hopefully that one gets in. That game's really early. It's at 12.35 Pittsburgh time, which means 11.35 here, which that's pretty early Morning baseball, fella. You know, mimosa brunch, baby. Yeah, get get your get your Wednesday drink on. Carly probably. I mean, I might. I think we'll all be kind of busy. <laughs> I'm gonna try to watch this one. Um, so the Pirates just lost two or three to St. Louis, unfortunately. Um, and in game one, uh, we're gonna see Drew Smiley in a Cubs uniform, not for the first time, but for the first time, uh, actually as a in an actual game, as a member actual, of the Cubs, as a member of the Cubs. And uh, so you, here's your uh, first matchup here. It's uh, Smiley against our old friend Jose Quintana, who hasn't been good since he was on the White Sox, and, or as um, Catman calls him, the Buick, the Buick. Yeah, uh, battle of a couple lefties. Uh, they are giving away a magnet schedule, which, Corrale, I know I was pretty disappointed the Cubs did not do. Nope. Nope, they did not have a magnet schedule opening weekend because they suck. <clears throat> but they did give away that that dick koozie <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday. You the know. dick sweater was amazing. The, yeah, the, here, there it is. I'll put it up. The, the dick sweater. The... <laughs> I showed that I showed that to my wife. It just my didn't say anything. I just like, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> she just didn't know what to say. So yeah, Smiley versus Q and uh, the not a lot of the Cubs have faced Quintana. You got Jan Gomes. I uh, probably won't even play, uh, but he's only three for twenty against him with nine strikeouts. That ain't good. OPS of three forty one. But uh this is going to really chap your hide. Do you know who does great against him? Jonathan freaking VR. He's, uh-huh. he's, here's what he's slashing against Q in 16 plate appearances. 357, 375, 643 for an OPS of 18 points over 1,000. And you know that that all happened when he was a freaking brewer against the Cubs. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I believe it. Um, Andrelton Simmons is hurt still. I mean, we should mention that, but he has seen him too. But no, that nobody else has really seen him. VR and Gomes seen him the most. And then uh, Pirates versus Smiley. Um, not really much to look at. Newman. Uh, Newman is, is re- always a pain in the ass. Newman. Yeah, I know because we're always tweeting that. Newman, Kevin Newman. He's three for 11 against him. Kind of pretty average. Got a double and a triple. 
uh, for an OPS over 800. But Brian Reynolds uh, is really gives him fits. Got two homers against him. Marisnik, who is on the Pirates now, Jake Marisnik, former Cub, also has a homer against him. And so does Roberto Perez, who I don't even know who that is. So um, they've they've Catching. got four, basically. Ten. They've got Look four at long they got, they balls. Got, uh, Forty-three at bats. Former, former Cub and former Brewer Dan Vogelbach. Yeah, and Dan Vogelbach's on the team with an zero for three. So uh, they've tagged him quite a bit, though. In forty-three at bats, he's given up four home runs to these guys. Two of them by Brian Reynolds. So that's no fun. And then in game two. We could see Kyle in his second start with his 169 earned run average. Nice. Nice. Yeah, against uh, JT Brubaker. And as I said, this game's at 1135. And his the, 12 ERA. And his 12, yeah, 12 <laughs> ERA. So, so that's, that's, uh, that's worse than us. So uh, if you look at how we've done against Brubaker, guess who has the only home run against him? Once again, Jonathan VR, who I guess should start both these games for some stupid reason. And uh, he's got the only home run against him. Um, Ian Happ's done pretty well against him, seen him the most. He's four for 12 with two doubles. And uh, Contreras has seen him quite a bit too, but it's nothing put to write the, Put Pittsburgh's about. lineup up real quick. Wanted to see something. The, the lineup? Or the Pirates versus uh, Hendo? No, just just the Pirates lineup. Just want to see it. You mean they're – you're talking about their uh, – their, I don't know you. Their roster. I their roster or their lineup? Yeah, their roster. Yeah. All right, yeah, we I don't can, have their lineup. At you know, I, I, can, I can share this screen right here for you, and we can look up and see. They have Yoshi Tsutsugo. You need first. to take that. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the brand. Nobody yeah. can see that. All right, cool. And, so and, and the podcast listeners are loving it. All right, yeah. scratch it. Keep moving on. <laughs> No, I got I got it up here. I got I got the the Pirates uh, roster. Well, at least who's played so far in in any of these games. And uh, yeah, they got Jake Marisnik right now. I mean, they they're off to some of their hitters are off to a decent start, but they only have one. So go to the catcher. The catcher is Roberto Roberto Perez. Yeah, you were right about that. And that's what I thought. And, And wasn't he the one that like went off against John Lester in Game Two of the World Series? Man, I don't remember. Was he yeah, someone put that in the chat. I swear to God, he went. He's like, I'm like, who the hell is Roberto Perez? Here, I think I'm he looking. had like a whole. Yeah, he had a home run. I think he, he would hit the shit out of uh, yeah, Lester. And get, good, yeah. good memory, Crawley. That those brain cells intact was with Cleveland this entire time. Yeah, he he, he destroyed Lester, and I just remember it was. Yep, Nick Nick said something. Yeah, and, and yeah, he's a he's a backup catcher. Yeah. I mean, never. Uh, he had 119 games. It's the it most was game it was game one of the World Series. Game one of the World Series. It's when Lester's uh, started. So yeah, the the uh, yeah the Pirates they got the one win against the Cardinals. They only have one home run by Michael Chavez. And, and you know I will say this, and I'll put up the the numbers with uh, the Pirates have against our man. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, and uh, if you remember that one game, I think it was last year because it was Key Brian Hayes' rookie year. He hit two home runs, both against Hendo, and um, one one of them was opening day last year. Oh yeah, and then he like broke his wrist right yeah, yeah right away yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Brian Reynolds has also tagged Hendricks uh, as well. They, some of these guys have seen Hendricks quite a bit. Kevin Newman has a two ninety two average 
but with really no pop. But yeah, Danny, but that's his game. one thing we talked about though, and we talked about it when we did the roundtable show the other day, is you predicted that this would be a frustrating 500 team because that's what 500 teams are. They're frustrating as all hell. So you just came off a series where you almost took three from the Brewers, but you faced the Brewers big three. You cannot go to Pittsburgh and shit the bed. Like a split is unacceptable. You need to take if, if this team is going to do anything. Okay, you and, and, and we, we we talked about how a lot has to go right. You can't be dropping games to the Pirates. I don't give a shit. There's two games you got to win two. You got to come back and win two, and then you're going to face a shitty Colorado team. Yeah, and yet and so. What are you looking at? I mean, I, we're going to talk on Wednesday night again after the, this two game set. But what, what do you, so you're looking for the sweep, but I think you got to zoom out a little bit and say you're looking for more than a split against the Rockies, too, I think, because you've got to, if you're going to do anything, you got the Brewers kind of sputtering out of the gate. Like, why not give yourself a little padded lead and get, you know, make a little hay as opposed to going and like having a 500 road trip, which would, and in some ways be incredibly disappointing. Deflating. Deflating. Yeah, it, it would. But, you know, the the whole – the other part of it, though, is you're on the road. Uh, these are not great teams. But still, going on the road is always tough. So, you know, it's like it's, – it's always hard to figure that out, especially when it's like the first road trip of the year. Everybody's just getting out and kind of – they're still getting their legs under them. Well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Rossi. I, I hope they speed. I'd like to see the next five games, you know, go the Cubs away. As long as Ross can maybe play Clint Frazier, I don't know if that's too much to ask. What the fuck is going on? He all he did was rake all fucking spring. And then he ice. Okay, or, Ortega is not terrible, but what the fuck did Ortega do to prove that he's like the fucking God's gifted left-handed? That's all. That's all he had. But to it do. doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like, if you're, they brought in Frazier and he fuck. All he did was get a hit right off, like right away. He had a double right away. Double. If you have a fucking DH that you need to pitch hit for, guess what? You don't need that fucking DH. <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> well, are you doing? Saw, I mean, he, everybody played the outfield. I mean, just I mean, it, they they used everybody. And what was strange to me is that like, Jason Hayward started. And then got a defensive replacement. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, right now, guys, we're talking about four at bats. He has four at bats. Yeah, yeah. It's it, well, and hopefully, I mean, we're facing the lefty in in Q tomorrow. Maybe that'll be the time well, he starts, and you're going to sit Ortega at that point. I think that's Carl, you what pointed happened. out. He was in the he was in the lineup on Friday. The game gets washed, so. They move everything back one day. The pitchers did not change, and yet they pulled Frazier from the lineup and they put Ortega back in. Like, I I don't know what's going on. Like, ah, I just I yeah, don't know. they should play him. I I agree. I mean, you, you don't want to ice him for too long. All these guys need their at bats as well, and that's that's the the thing that also needs to happen, and and that's what's going to happen because. You got a lot of kind of platoony situations like that as yeah, well. And, and and am I wrong? I mean, I could just be wrong. Uh is Ortega who 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 are who are we more excited about their future? You know, Ortega or Frazier? I mean 
I think they're two different ball players and they bat from two different sides of the plate. But uh, you know, that's what we're going to see. I think this we're going to see Ortega up on top taking walks against righties, and you're going to only see Frazier's against lefties for a while. And I don't know if that's such a good idea because then when it comes that they have to actually face, you know, the, the it the other way. Are they going to be well, able to do it? You know, it, and isn't Hap still fucking like nursing a sore shoulder? He said he was healthy today, so we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I have no and, idea. Right, but, now uh, it's shoulder and a knee. Well, that throw that he threw in from uh, left field in game one that didn't look healthy. That just was a fucking floater. He didn't set up well under the ball. I mean, granted, it was windy. But then that ball came in, and it was—I don't know. And 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 for everybody that's kind of talking about Ortega, there's no doubt Ortega has looked fine, no doubt about it. What we're talking about is this team's not winning the World Series. Danny already has made a bet that if they do, he's getting a tattoo of me on his back, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, with, with this picture, this, this <laughs> is the picture I'm going to get of Crawley just uh, holding it. it up a beer, and I might even get Wrigley Field in the background. Oh, and it's going to be on your lower back, so it's going to look like he's in your pants. The Crawley Tramp Stamp. But but the point (laughs) is, guys, nothing against Ortega. He's a very nice story, great guy, getting some good walk-looking appearances. He's 31. Okay? He's not going to be on the next great Cubs team that Jed has advertised. So why don't you just test and see what happens with Clint Frazier? All I've seen the guy do is just is hit the ball well. And, yeah, I know it was Arizona. He also did it on a cold day at Wrigley on Thursday. So and, just let the guy give him a shot. And don't we only have Frazier for a year? Like he's got one more year? No, no. We got a couple more Or two years. years. I think it's I don't know. Years. He's yeah, but he's a, But he years. is a trade piece. I think most people like no, recognize so. that if he does well, then they are going to trade him. Like, I don't know because it's you hard have to let him do well if he doesn't get a play. I don't think that's true. I think Frazier's not going to be one of those like uh, you know sign and flip guys. I don't. I think that he is he. No, I think he will definitely be part of the next time that they compete, but maybe towards the end of that of his. It, it's just a question of we don't know what we have, and we yeah, never will as long as he's sitting. Yeah, well, would you, I think we see him tomorrow? That's my prediction anyway against Q. Uh, I I don't see why why you wouldn't just stack a bunch of righties against him and try to beat up on him. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll do as good against Quintana as uh, other teams did against Quintana when we had him. That would be nice. Um, oh, well, Nick G says Frazier hits unrestricted free agency, free agency in twenty twenty five. Yeah, it's so a while. Actually, yeah, we got yeah, that's longer. Three years. Yeah, for some reason I thought he they only had him for like this year or next year, but yeah, no, he years. has an option too. Yeah, we can send him the minors and as well if 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 it doesn't go well and get him more at bats. So um, announcements, real quick. Uh, happy birthday to Boog Shambi, uh, my guy. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> I know, I know, Michael. He makes Michael you look good, Crawley. My, Michael Michael sang him uh, one of the like the Marilyn Monroe Birkin birthday, Mister Shabby, <laughs> Mister Book. Yeah. So and uh, I saw that it, the weight loss competition, which I really barely participated in, <laughs> I weigh the exact same as when it started. Um, I went down five pounds. I gained it right back. 
I will start again. But, uh, Michael, you, we have some winners, right? We had people that actually lost weight, including you. Yeah, uh, it was uh, John Vasky and Sonny Saris. Now, they both did lose, uh, you know, 10-ish pounds roughly, which is great. Uh, but they were also the only ones that made it to the end, really. Wow. <laughs> like nobody else kept it going. So, you know, even if they hadn't, you know, they even if they had only lost like one pound, they would have won. But they didn't. They, they did a good job. So, uh, yeah, so Sonny and John, congratulations. We'll get you something here uh, soon. We'll just need to. Speaking of something here, I see Nick G has put the hashtag chance. He wants a chance for a chance. You got to, we're, we're getting, yeah, we're wrapping up here. You better get it in. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, hashtag capital C chance in the chat and you could win a uh, postcard sent to you by me. Of- and not only is it a chance postcard, but you get Tinkers and Evers thrown in for free. Yeah. Well, if, if I do end up sending that one to you, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, another announcement is that uh, I've sent out a ton of photos today, a big photo dump, over 100 photographs of opening weekend, and uh, I hope you enjoy them. I'd send, if you're a Patreon member at the $5 level, level or above, that's where you get all the photographs and all the uh, Bleacher Bum Band music and the uh, parody songs that I write delivered right to you. So if you're not a, lev- a member at that level, that's – just one of the perks you get. I wanted to mention that. Um, no color cast tonight. We're going to keep doing that on Wednesday. They want to keep us on that same schedule that we've been on, which is why we went a little bit longer in this show than we usually go. And uh, I also wanted to mention that I was watching – I had a couple games on today. Uh, first, I watched the Brewers lose, and then <laughs> I watched Javier Baez hit a uh, two-run go-ahead home run for Detroit, my new AL team, because they've they got Candelario. They've got um, uh, Gary Jones with the toothpick as their oh, first yeah. base coach. They're a fun little team. So, Oh, man. <laughs> and I, wa- I watched that uh, first game where Javi walked it off by bouncing it off the wall against the White Sox. Like, yeah, that was great. I mean, and, and he had an amazing play uh, over at you know, shortstop. It, it, I miss, I miss, I, him. I, I miss him too. Really bad. Like, I, like, I was at the point, I was like, man, maybe, maybe I get like a, a, a Javi Baez Tigers jersey or something. I'm, like, listen, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Angel Moreno writes in, uh, Detroit all ex Cubs infield. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, uh, at least the, the left side of it is, um, yeah. And but what I want to say is I was watching these games and I hear my own voice coming out of the iPad because I have a Miller Lite commercial that I did. And oh, is that out now? Running, well, it's running at it's one of the. There's two Miller Lite commercials. One the guy's like going up a, a hill on a bike, and then uh, he sits there and uh, he opens up a beer and it's like uh, light beer shouldn't taste like water. It should taste like beer. And that's my line, you know, Miller Lite, 98 calories or whatever I say. And then, but that, that's me. So that, that's running during baseball games on the, nice. during, it, I didn't know it was going to do that. So just listen for it. I don't know if, if you guys heard it yet, but um, if you're watching other teams and maybe even the Cubs that will come on during, which is really cool. So hopefully they'll keep playing it because that means I will actually have money for once. Is, is it going to be, is it going to take off the way I'm thinking Arby's took off? No, because. <laughs> 
see, the thing is, like, that is a voice of campaign. And, you yeah. know, if you're the voice of Miller, like, that's awesome. That's a great job. Voice of Arby's, great job. Um, I th- so far this is just a one time. There's only one commercial running. There's you know so, but it, but if they play it a bunch of times, that's good for me. You know what I mean? Right. So right. Uh, drink drink Miller Lite. You know, and it, they're not a sponsor of this show, but they're start, definitely start a sponsor doing, of Danny Rocket right now. Start doing TikToks where you're drinking Miller Lite and you're like, Danny Rocket made me want to go get one of these. Yeah, you know, yeah. and just fucking drink it, and maybe it gets back to them, and they give Danny more work. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, I mean, it, it, if anything, I have to go clean up my Twitter a little bit before they would be the voice of. I actually did do that. I subscribed to this Twitter thing, and I just – every all these keywords that I know I said, I just got rid of all those tweets. I'm like, ah, no one cares. I, I'm not – I don't want to be searchable that way. You know what I mean? Right. So um, uh, you guys got any TFCs? No, dude, I'm 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 about to fall asleep. I know I can see your your uh, your fade here. Um, I I do want to uh, just point out I got one thing I wanted to show everybody. I tweeted this out today at the South Bend Cubs game. They got a, a giant inflatable bear that the kids can go jump in. But this has just got like a serious design. Flaw. Oh yeah, <laughs> because that what, what's the name of the the cub <laughs> cub crawly stew. Stu, Stu the Cub, he's just sitting there, his legs are spread wide open, and he looks like he's got like a hernia mesh, you know, that it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Can you imagine taking pictures of your children like, oh, that's little Tommy right there. See where the... Where the bear's penis should be? That's my son's face. That's my son. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, who designed this thing? It's like, oh, man, it was pretty funny. And... um. No, I just wanted to point that out. And I also wanted to say, as before we go, that I had a great time on opening day two. Went out there with our friend Liam and Jarrett from the Bleacher Bump Band. There's a picture of me and Crawley and Liam and Jarrett. And uh, we just had a great day. Thank you to everybody that showed up to the Bleacher Bump Band show later on that night. We had Dude, celebrities. Cubs, celebrities, both Cubs organists were there at Output. Uh, yeah, and so we had just uh, that's Josh and John and John Pinkus with the photo John, bomb. John Pinkus photo bomb in that one, and it was just <laughs> a packed house, and the the vibes were great. Sounds great back out there at Output. We're working on maybe getting another show going on in May, possibly uh, in, around the 18th. I think uh, either the 7th or the 18th. We're trying a couple different dates. We're running by them. Uh, Roberto Ramos, uh, Captain Cubo, loved seeing him. He looked great. Uh, he was out there in full regalia. First uh, guy I run into walking from Danny's place, my tie guy. guy uh, yeah, my tie guy. A uh, bleacher Jeff was out there with this big old crazy looking hair out there. Uh, yeah, there's a picture of you in bowling and um, and Jeremiah, the Jeremiah. announcer, is doing a great job. And I was honored to be the first person to ever buy a shirt from the Obvious Shirt Store. Yeah, and there's Joe, and he and the store looks great. Uh, they did a great job. Our, our we got we got a friend with from Fly the Wood Art that uh, designed that logo that you're seeing down there too. The obvious shirts logo. So, just a, a lot of cool Same stuff. Same guy that did weekend. the bear behind me. Yeah, yeah. So very cool stuff, man. I had a great weekend. I'm exhausted. I saw Ronnie Woo Woo. I sweat through my shirt. Oh my god, <laughs> you did. Yeah, dude. I, I'm way too fat to be playing rock and roll. Like I and, and like, the place was packed, man. We it was literally like the whole room was packed. Yeah, we had we, <laughs> Ronnie Woo Woo is like 
Danny stinks. Danny stinks. <laughs> which is, when you know it's bad. <laughs> which guy smells most like piss? Yeah, I, I believe it was me that day. But you know, I just, I just had a, I just had a blast. I took a bunch of great photographs. Um, just making the the calendar so recently, um, it, it it kind of inspired me again to get back out there and take some really cool photographs of the Cubs. And um, I'm I'm just I'm just excited for this year. I think there's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I want to leave you with this: is that um, during that Levante. Uh, the the Lost Boys event on Friday I actually had a uh, little conversation with Tom Ricketts because it was a very small group that was staying there. Tom, they you know they went to go film some of the kids and Levante had to be interviewed and Tom was still still standing there and he's like he walked over he goes hey fellas and it's you know me Robert and one of the other guys that works with Lost Boys <laughs> he had his hat on backwards and he's like hey fellas hey fellas what's going on and he, no he <laughs> oh, did and, kids. And I know a lot of you probably are pretty, pretty disappointed. I just didn't tell him off to his face right there, you know, and stuff. But like, you know, to be honest, like as, as billionaire owner jerk offs go, he's one of the better ones, you know, and it, and to be, and to be honest, I hate his brothers with a freaking passion, but I think, I think Tom is not as bad as them, just maybe as a person. And quite frankly, he's, he's nice to talk to. He's fine. We're sitting there, we're talking baseball. And I, and I go, Hey, Tom, I had a really good time yesterday. And I wanted, and I'm like, I really enjoyed the game. I'm like, this is kind of a fun squad to watch. And you know what he said to me? He goes, The thing is, this team, I think they're going to play real baseball. And I was like, You know what? I think that is kind of true. He Where's wants gonna, cotton ball. He wants cotton. Ricketts likes the cotton ball. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, Yeah, it was kind of fun. The, and we talked about the ball being in play and not striking out so much. And we talked about how the three true outcomes where a dude walking down to first base or trotting around the bases slow or walking back to the dugout and shame after striking out is a boring style of play. And, I, and we sat there talking about five minutes about that. Uh, and uh, it was kind of kind of interesting to to know that we had an owner that really was watching it in that way, you know. And you spent another twenty minutes editing a video making him clap. Yeah, clap, 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 clap. <laughs> that clap, video. Clap, clap, clap. So well, I forgot to upload that to this. But. The best part is when you start laughing at the end, like you you, you held out as long as you could, and then you start it, laughing. It was cracking me up. I mean, because I was editing it anyway. I was editing the Levante video and then uh, I ended up um, just noticing that I could do that. This <laughs> is so stupid. I, sh- I should bring that on the show again. I'm getting punched, truck. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. That is That really is the end of our show. Um, uh, so uh, Today we're going to talk about taking a rectal temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes. God, I'll never get over that enjoyment. <laughs> She's um, taking a few rectal thermometers. All right, here we go. Yeah, so so I, how are you guys feeling about this upcoming series? Uh, Cubs sweep it? I hope so. I mean, it's two games. Come on. But, oh, nice stat that I heard the other day on the radio was this is the first time since 2016 the Cubs have won their first two games of the season. That's insane. Wrong. Six years? They haven't won the fucking first two games. Like I wanted to cry, but yeah, I was. I, I decided to just be happy. I'll go two and zero. I'll call the sweep. Yeah, I like it. I, I think we. I think we win both games. I think we kick the crap out of Quintana. I, I think that will. I, I. My prediction. I made this on the Cup of Cubby Blue show to, today as well. To talking to Sarah Sanchez. My prediction is that that our man Wilson Contreras goes off. 
goes off. Three home runs like tomorrow. I'm, Ian Happ is my guy that I think is going to have a big series. Good. All right, Jason guys. Hayward all day long for the cycle. <laughs> it's cute. Two, two yeah, straight luck. cycles. <laughs> all right, chance for a chance, and then we'll end the show. Uh, I'm going to – round and round she goes. Where she stops, nobody knows. Who will win? Oh, we all know. It's going to be It's going to be Artie or Jack Pastuvic. I don't think I'm that right at all. But Jack Pastuvic. Um, I'll be in contact with you about where to send you uh, this Frank Chance postcard. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to play coming back to Wrigley again because we just did. And uh, Spagog, everybody. We'll talk to you Wednesday night. Spagog. Sounds good. Spagog. Spagog. This episode of the Sunranto Show was brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Who are the Super Ranters, you ask? Well, the Super Ranters have their own Sunranto RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered right to their inbox or podcatcher. Super Ranters get bonus content, like the recording of tonight's post-show conversation. They get exclusive access to the Super Ranters Facebook page and private Discord channel, which we plan on using a ton this season. Our Patreon patrons, they're eligible for all of our Sunranto contests like the Super Ranter of the Month and Sunranto Scavenger Hunts. At the $5 level, Super Ranters get to hear all my Cubs parody songs and download them before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our live shows and will have access to our Cubs Daily Show starting this coming season. Details on that to come. $12 gets you the Rancher calendar, and you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. Super Ranters, they even get access to our show notes and the pics and videos we use to produce the live show. Comes in real handy during the season if you want to know about the pitching matchups and the stuff we looked up. Plus, and this is important, 10% of all of the Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. Because it is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community. And that's how we do it. It's how you do it when you subscribe. Here's the thing. It costs money and lots of time to produce a great Cubs fan show. And frankly, a penny a download from podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies is not enough to keep the Sunranto show on the air. We've got hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment that we have to buy, tickets, beer, batteries, guitar strings. It all adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com forward slash Sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and help us produce the Sunranto show. Final plea. If you'd buy each one of us a $12 beer at Wrigley Field for just performing the Sunranto show for you, then join us at the $3 level. It's that simple. Three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Don't make me say it again. If you subscribe today, you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron or a Super Rancher again. So stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as $1 a month at Patreon.com forward slash Sunranto. Please join 
today.
I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.